Welcome to the Five for Two podcast with me, your host Adele, where we say no to careers where you're trading five days of misery for two days of fun. A place we discuss all things career, confidence and money moves. I want to motivate, teach and empower ambitious women to achieve more, earn more, feel more confident and enjoy the work they do. It's all about believing you can have everything you want in your career and then going and getting it. So if you're ready, let's get into it. everyone welcome to another episode of five for two careers i am really excited because i have a guest who you all know because she has been here before (laughs) this is her third time on my podcast but this conversation is going to be very different because you guys know i'm always talking about how to help you lot change career upgrade career make some more money that's always the vibe this is no different but we're going to be talking about entrepreneurship and we're going to be talking about when the career change that you're looking for out of the nine to five is actually becoming an entrepreneur and sometimes you know it and sometimes you don't but today we're going to touch on what it's like to have a nine to five and grow your business at the same time and how you make that shift so I have got the lovely Abby on the podcast with me today Abby used to be a career coach but she is now exclusively a business and mindset coach and she supports service-based business owners women as far as I know exclusively with women yeah she's she's not in so I'm right (laughs) and she helps them to actually grow their business while working a nine-to-five she knows what it's like to have been there and now she's helping other women get through it I'm really excited about this episode guys because like I said your career change isn't always into a new industry or into a new role sometimes what you're searching for is entrepreneurship so welcome Abby Hi, <laughs> so happy to be back. Thank you for having me again. <laughs> Three times a charm. We had to make it a hat trick. Like, we love it here. <laughs> yes, it's always a vibe. So, I'm super excited to kind of dive into everything that we're going to talk about today. It's going to be so good. Oh, amazing. Right. Well, I'm going to jump right in because I feel like it's such a good story to start with. Because, obviously, like I said to the, everyone, Abby used to be a career coach. Now she does business and mindset. I want to talk about how did you feel about changing your niche and was it hard? So changing niche this time to business and mindset wasn't actually hard at all because I'd came to the decision so naturally, like it was just a natural realization. It was such a natural progression with what was going on with my own life as well. So changing niche like wasn't actually hard itself what was hard was what came after (laughs) but like yeah like so yeah I was career coaching before and I was career coaching because I was helping women transition into careers that they loved because that's exactly what I had done I'd found coaching was super passionate about it and I was like this is it this is what I want to do and shifting to that from like my background which is like psychology mental health care all of that kind of stuff shifting into entrepreneurships and coaching was a huge 180 degree flip (laughs) and it was scary and that came with its own blocks and stuff um so that's exactly what I was helping other women to do like get out of the jobs they hate and shift into what they were actually passionate about because that's what resonated with me it's what I knew how to do but then I came to the realization that what I was actually doing was building my business alongside working full-time so that it could actually be my full-time thing And I'd never made that distinction before. Like I was just like, oh, I'm changing careers. 
No, what you were doing was building your business <laughs> alongside working full-time so that you could finally make it your full-time job. And at the time when I made the um, change in my niche, like that's exactly what I'd done. So it was just the natural progression for me because that was what I was now doing, like transitioning into full-time coaching. And like, it was just such a natural realization for me. So it was not hard to change niche at all. But as I mentioned, what was hard was what came after. <laughs> because what when came I changed, after? <laughs> what came after was, you know, I changed niche. You know, I never deleted any of my old content. I never created a new page. I just saw it as like a, the development of my coaching. So I never wanted to delete anything that led me to this because it was all part of my journey. That's how I saw it. But, you know, that came with me announcing it to my audience. I did a live, all new content. And then it was like, as soon as I changed niche, my engagement plummeted, like everything just kind of slowed down. And at the time I like had a mini meltdown to my coach who I was working with at the time. And she was like, look, everyone's experiencing this on Instagram at the moment. Like everyone's engagement's down. Like I think Instagram at the start of the year just had a bit of a meltdown, but that creates stories, doesn't it? You know, I'm all about mindset. That just created stories in my head. I was like, God, my audience don't follow me for this. Like everyone was here for career coaching. Now I've nothing I talk about is relatable to them like no one cares like all these kind of stories that you create in your head that are absolute nonsense making you think like oh was it the right decision should I have just stuck with career coaching like blah 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 and it was that that was harder to manage than the actual change (laughs) but when I dropped all of that rubbish because that's exactly what it was and when I realized how passionate I was about sharing my journey about like how I came to this and you know, all the stuff I know about how to do it for whilst working full time. Like, yeah, I just stuck with it and then it was all fine. <laughs> it all worked out. <laughs> That's such an important thing because even if you're a woman listening to this episode right now and the career change you want isn't necessarily entrepreneurship, I feel like the point Abby made was so important that the actual change wasn't as hard as the stuff that came up in her head about the change the story she told herself I know for a fact when I speak to women and when I even change career people care about like what are people going to think if I don't do good in this job like you're worried about the judgment the criticism oh my gosh I've been doing the same thing for all this time I know I'm good at this thing what if I'm crap at the new thing like the story is what holds you back not the actual thing like so many women come to me and I'm like Okay, so you want to change industry, right? We've, we've done this, we've, we've worked on your mindset, we've updated your CV, we've done the interview, you've gone to the interview, you've got the offer. And then they'll get the offer and say to me, you know, now I don't want to start the job. And I'm like, what, what? We did all of this. Why wouldn't you want the job now? Like, you've got the pay rise, you've got everything. They're like, no, but what if I'm no good at the job? And I'm like, okay, but when you started your current job, you probably didn't have any idea what you was doing and you had to learn it at some point. But it's the stories. Our stories will literally keep us in the same place for 10 years, even when we're miserable. Like you will be miserable, but because the story's like, everyone's judging me, which is always something I like try and bring my brain back to by saying like, who is everyone? Because it's probably like three people in your life that you're actually thinking of. Like if I said to you, who's everyone? You probably couldn't even name who everyone is. Mm-hmm. Everyone just tends to be the made up society that we have in our head that are telling us like, if we fail, we're going to look stupid. If something doesn't work out, Like things don't work out all the time. We have relationships, we have like people move and it doesn't work out and you have to either go back or change. 
But when it comes to our careers, we have this big thing about like, oh my gosh, if people see that I've changed or if people see that I change and then I change back or I, I fail and it doesn't go well, then it's going to be a bad situation when actually 99% of the time you make the change and nothing goes wrong. The thing that goes wrong is your own breakdown. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you know what? That just reminded me actually of why it took me so long to make the change as well. Like I was, you know, I'm very aware of how I show up on social media and I like to be honest I like to be open and I like to be you know true to me and it felt like if I change people are going to be like oh well you're not authentic oh you're not this you're not this like oh you're just you're just leaving it you just you're failing at career coaches so you're going to try this instead like all those stories that I'd created about what people would be thinking if I make that change kept me doing career coaching for way longer than I should have because I had a lot of resistance when I was career coaching because there's a lot of parts of it I didn't like or didn't enjoy to do, like CV rewrites and things like that the side that I loved was just helping people find what they're passionate about and helping them shift into that. But the other parts that came with career coaching, I didn't enjoy and I felt a lot of resistance around. But I'm the type of person who's like, if I've made a decision, I want to stick to it and see it through to the end. But that was just causing me more harm than good because I was staying in a situation that I didn't need or want to stay in. So Mm -hmm. it took me a long time to even make the decision to change. But as soon as I'd realized that that's what I could change into and that was my own personal journey almost like it just made it so much easier because it's like that's what I know how to do because I've done it myself (laughs) I love that and that 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 stubbornness that you have like the whole I made my bed so I'm gonna lie in it I definitely can relate like if I decide I'm gonna do something I'm like well I have to stick to it now because I've decided but all you ladies that are listening that are as stubborn as me and Abby I want you to know that yes you made your bed so you can lie in it guess what you can unmake the bed get the hell up and go do something else so we're not like it's not a thing like yes sometimes you feel like I made the decision I have to stick to it why why do you have to stick you can change your mind I was watching Abby's story earlier today and she literally said because I can yeah it's as straightforward as that so next time you think about it I want you to have Abby in your head saying to you because you can because I can like if I've decided to do something that's not working I'm going to change my mind and do something else and I'm going to be great at that also so I think that's always important like you can change your mind it's your mind you can change it and it's your life like you're in control like do what makes you happy 100% happiness has no expiration like that's my favorite thing to say stop wasting time there's no expiry date I don't care how old you are how long you've been doing something your happiness should be top priority we get to do this life one go over like one good time oh make it the best you can (laughs) (laughs) so my next question for you is I've got everything written down on my phone so you know I I won't forget can you hate your job and build a business in short yes absolutely (laughs) of course but it's going to be hard emotionally I would say because when you're in a job that you absolutely hate that drains you like completely drains you I have totally been there when you spend all day in a job that you hate that sucks the living life out of you and you get home and you're so drained from the day it's hard to then muster up the energy to work on building a business yeah agreed (laughs) you know it takes a lot of work to grow a business and when you're so emotionally drained like if you hate your job that much and all you want to do when you get home is cry eat and go to bed like it's gonna be hard to find the motivation but at the same time like 
that hatred that you have for your job and your situation is the fuel to get out. Like that is the driving force that you can use to make sure that you build the business you've always wanted so that you can slap that notice on your manager's desk and be like, peace out, I'm leaving. <laughs> because it's, it's fuel at the end of the day. Always focus on that vision that you have for your life. Even if all your current circumstances are telling you that like work's horrendous, I'm never going to get anywhere, blah, blah, blah. Like I'm never going to be able to earn that money. I'm never going to be able to leave, blah, blah, blah. All of that is nonsense. <laughs> get clear on your vision and use that hatred as fuel to get out. <laughs> I love that I love that like using the thing you dislike as the fuel to get you going and yeah the whole like feeling drained 100% like working all day doing something you hate isn't physically draining it is mentally draining and that mental like that mental feeling like of just feeling worn out feeling tired feeling burnt out will affect your business like yeah. long term so I definitely think like reframing and saying like this is fuel this is why me feeling like this every night is the reason why I want to start my business I also think when it comes to like hating your job we sometimes have to put things into perspective like you don't have to stay at your job I feel feel like that's the first thing like I say to a lot of people like you don't have to stay at that job like yes you need a job to pay your bills while you're growing your business like a lot of people aren't ready to jump 10 toes down like both feet in they're not ready but I always say, like, why don't you look for a job where it's easy and it's not as mentally taxing if you hate it to that level? Like, if you hate your job to that level where you can't even do anything in your business, leave the job. Get another job. Don't leave the job until you get another job, but get another job. Because I think sometimes we can use the hatred of the job and the fact that it's mentally draining as an excuse. Yeah. Not that, because we're like, we can't do it. I'm too tired. I'm so fed up. My boss is horrible. They screamed at me today. I've been crying in the toilet. And listen, guys, I'm, I'm talking from experience. I know what that feels like. Like, I'm a person. I will not cry in front of people. So if I'm stressed, I will go and cry in the toilet. So I've been there in the jobs that I've hated. But it's also sometimes an excuse because you can leave the job you hate because you already know that you want to grow your business anyway. And if your business is your priority and you really want to grow it, find a job that's easy on the brain like something really simple that you know you can do that isn't going to stress you out like mentally or physically, like you're just going to be able to get it done and then continue with your business. But there are different ways. I love the fact, like Abby saying that it's fuel, fuel, like being angry at your job should be the fuel to help you get out. But if it isn't fueling you and it's becoming the excuse of why you can't grow your business, then change the job. Yes. I was in a job that the job itself I enjoyed it was fine not it was easy on the brain I could well no actually it was very medical (laughs) had to learn a lot of medical terms but you know it was easy to do and I got to grips with it quite quickly and I stayed there and I was like the job itself was fine but towards the end the management and the building that I was in like the staff there became very toxic like very very toxic hated senior management I was on edge all the time because they would just show up in the building and sack people on the spot for no reason like it was very like can you imagine the atmosphere (laughs) it was very very getting very bad and you know going full-time in my business was always my end goal so at that time I was like right what is going to get me to that goal okay more money so that I can have a financial backup when I go full-time so at that point I was like okay what do I need to do earn more money can I do that quickly in my business or can I get another job? 
I can get another job. Oh, well, I can do both, but I can get another job. And I ended up leaving for a job that paid double, which, hello, <laughs> winning situation. Right. It was work from home, which got me used to being at home and working like by myself all the time, which you're going to need to get used to if you <laughs> run your own business. <laughs> But I, that's what I wanted. Like, that was always the goal. So I got a job that aligned me to the end goal. And I got this job that paid double. And I only signed a short contract with them because I knew it wasn't going to be long term. And saved all that money. And that was my buffer when I went full time. So I love sharing that story. Because our brains will tell us there's only two options. Make your business work right now so that you can leave the job that you hate. Mm-hmm. But there are stages in between that we can do and shift to to help us on the journey. Sometimes you need to make a sidestep. Your mm-hmm. sidestep was, let me earn double the money. You weren't thinking just, and I think this is the key thing, tunnel vision. Mm-hmm. When you're not open to all the opportunities around you and all the opportunities to get you to your end goal, mm-hmm. that's when you feel stuck. Like, your plan B and plan C should be new routes to get you to plan A. Like, yeah. I'm such a believer in that. Like, there is no plan B or C. It's always plan A. But I have a plan B or C, which is I'm open to other routes. Like, if I can't get to where I want to be directly, which was where you were at the time, you were like, I'm not, my, I'm mentally taxed. I'm mentally drained. I can't do this and grow my business. But what will help me feel comfortable enough to go full time in my business? How do I get there? Some people would say the only way to get there is to keep working at the job you hate and grow the business. When actually you were like, nah, let me get some more money so that I can go full time quicker. But I've got something to back me up. Financially, I feel safe because that's the truth. A lot of people, the reason they don't leave the nine to five and go into full time entrepreneurship is because they don't feel safe. Their business isn't making the money they want. They haven't been able to replace the money in their nine to five yet. So it's like, I need to do both for the time being. And some people, of course, want to do both forever. But I just feel like a lot of people don't make the transition because of that. Abby's journey is very clear, guys. Like, and I love, I love that. Like, she showed you that there are different ways to get somewhere. There is always more than one way to skin a cat. That saying is weird, but it's very, very true. There is more than one way in... There are front doors, there are side doors, and there are windows. (laughs) Find one, get in. (laughs) I tell you guys this all the time, even when it comes to your career, there is not one route to anything. I told you guys, like, the role I'm in now, that I shouldn't have ever been able to get into HR and manage HR teams without having my degree. I do not, till this day, have a CIPD. But the truth is, everyone would tell me that it wasn't possible. 14 years later, here I am. The truth is, there is more than one way to anything that you want, but you've got to be willing to, like, take a step back and be like, Okay, I can't have it all right now, but what part of it can I find to get me there? What's a small portion of it that I can do right now to get me closer to the goal? So I love that you said that because that's also a shift in perspective. You have to shift your perspective. If you hate your job, you have to start thinking in different ways. You have to think about like, firstly, if you drive, if you have a house, any of these things, if you pay a mortgage, your job pays that. Whether you like it or not, your job currently pays that. Find the good thing. And I get it. If you don't like your job, you don't like your job. But think about the job, the things that your job is helping you do. If you've just been on holiday, like a lot of us have just been on holiday. It was just August. A lot of us were out of the country. Did your job pay for that? Amazing. Like my coach, says, she says this all the time, which I love. And she basically says, your job doesn't promise you anything but a paycheck. 
They don't promise you like, that your boss is going to be nice or any of those things. If you want those things, you have to go out and look for those companies and look for those jobs. But while you're there, think of your job as just the place, just the stop-off gap while you get to the job that you like, while you get to entrepreneurship, while you get to growing your business. That's just something you do on the side. I even say to people, even if your nine to five is your full-time job, start thinking of it as your part-time job. Yes. And the reason I say that is it's a perspective. Start thinking like, oh, this is just what I do on the side. <laughs> this is my side job because my actual job is like coaching or my actual job is my hair salon or my like, whatever it is that like, I do online tutorials, whatever it is that you do as a service-based business owner. I want you to just be like, my nine to five is my side job. If your goal yes. is to go full-time in your, you need to start thinking like, oh, this is just my side job. So I don't need to like it because it's just something I'm doing on the side to fund me so that I can get my business up and running. And I feel like that shift, that perspective will give you like that. <sighs> I just called to, to say as well, like something I just feel really called cool to mention. If you're in a job that's not paying well enough and you're struggling to save for that financial buffer, like if you, you know, you want to be, you want to feel safe in your finances. That's what a job does, doesn't it? Because regardless of whether you've, been busy at work or not busy at work you get paid it's not like that in entrepreneurship Mm -hmm. and I think that's what a lot of people get a lot of feelings and emotions about like they're scared to not have that financial security Mm -hmm. but if you're in a job that's not paying well and you know that the next step you need to do what I did and get a higher paying job so that you can if you're already having resistance around applying for those jobs that are higher paid girl (laughs) you got to get to work on your money mindset because Mm -hmm. You want to be earning more in your business and you want to be earning the big amounts every month, but you don't even want to apply for a job that's 35K. Like, what's going on there? Oh, you need speak. to get used. <laughs> you speak. need to get used to be having more money, handling more money, being safe around more money. You need to really do that work because if you feel like, oh, I'm not qualified enough, I'm not this enough, oh, I can never earn that much, like blah, blah, blah. What If all that's coming up for you, even if it's just applying for a higher paid job, how are you going to manage more money in your business? Like, uh, you need to I, get the two <laughs> together. How you do one thing is how you do everything. If you can't figure it out in your nine to five and you're scared to get money, more money and do get higher paying roles, guess what? Your business is going to be the same. You're going to move from struggle nine to five to struggle business because you have money mindset issues. Yes. Yeah. Oh, see, this is why I have Abby on my podcast this is why I've only done like 25 or 26 episodes and Abby's been on three of them because (laughs) she is going to speak and you are going to hear some gems every time she is on here oh I love it (laughs) (laughs) right so next question I wanted to ask you was how do you find time for both because a lot of women who are trying to do both right now they're like everything you've just said Abby is great love what you've shared I don't have the time to do both. Mm-hmm. Well, I just feel called to say that, you know, I don't have kids. So just throwing that out there for context, you know, because I know I see a lot of women killing it in business with their kids mm-hmm. and doing it all. And I'm like, damn, how is she doing that? <laughs> and they've got kids. So I just want to say all the mamas who are doing this, like hats off to you. You're incredible. But for context, I don't. But when I was doing both, the things that really helped me was organization and like planning and consistency. Mm -hmm. And I say consistency with the caveat that it's whatever's consistent for you. Because if 
someone starts telling you that you need to like show up five days a week or get up at 5am every day to be successful like yeah the wide eyes (laughs) that Adele's doing like yeah it ain't happening like if you can't commit to the things that they say you need to do or should do for business like it's all rubbish right find what works for you and do that consistently (laughs) so yeah for me organization and planning I'm not the type of person who can plan everything down to a T. Like I know some people who can plan like a month's worth of content, write every caption, have it all in a calendar, everything's ready to go. Amazing. Send me the details where I can get that kind of organization (laughs) skill from. That's not me. But what I'd like to do is have, or what I like to do when I was doing both is have an idea of what posts are going out when, what, when I'm going to show up on stories, things like that. And this is all going towards like, social media for your business I guess and all the back end stuff that needed to be doing I'd be like okay say I finish at five I get home at six I know that I need at least half an hour to an hour of me time before I crack on with anything like I need that chill time and I know that about myself so then I know that I can plan like seven till nine like all the other things I need to do for my business like plan it into your calendar and be strict with it get organized just plan what needs to be doing when another thing that really helped me was like batching tasks together so back way back in 2018 when I started you know I wasn't driving at the time so I was on the bus commuting every day so if I'm commuting I can match that time with listening to podcasts books learning trainings replying to dms replying to comments writing captions on my lunch break I can be doing the same things there checking emails responding doing all that kind of stuff and there's a lot you can do for your business from your phone so use that time wisely and kind of match things together when you've got a chance, like during the day, just like, yeah, pair, pair tasks together and really utilize your time. And then with the consistency, if you do have a business where you do need to be on social media and showing up consistently, you know, have a plan of the message that you want to tell people, like your offers, how often you're going to share them, how often you're going to show up, but it has to be in a way that works for you otherwise you're going to burn yourself out and get too overwhelmed so it has to be what works for your calendar and your work schedule love it love it love it love it love it i love the whole like plan and also i was saying that she like maybe would work seven till nine on her business maybe some days or like maybe on the bus or when she's commuting whatever it is i think what's really important as well is if you think of it like this, if you're working all day in your nine to five and then you start growing a business and you start growing a profitable business by only doing two or three hours a day, guess what? When you go full time, you're not going to have to work full time because you figured out how to work a couple of hours a day and grow your business. That was actually a really hard identity shift for me when I went full time because all of a sudden I had all this free time and I was like, wait, it's so mad how ingrained it is into us to work like a 38 hour week, 40 Mm -hmm. hour week. And all of a sudden you don't have 40 hours of work to do on your business. Like if you're doing 40 hours a week, like most, that's going to be busy work. You're in your nine to five brain. You're you're literally so ingrained into working constantly Monday to Friday. Mm -hmm. And you all of a sudden feel like if I'm not working, I can't be. I'm not going to get anywhere. I'm not going to get anything done. I'm not going to be successful. Blah, 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 blah. And realizing how much more time you have when you start working a nice one is wild. And if you can really get used to those, say you work two hours in the evening or three hours in the evening and a couple of weekends, if you can learn how to keep those two hours of highly focused work, so you're really moving your business forward in those two hours, like you're not doing busy work, like 
deciding on a font for three hours. <laughs> like you're really doing the tasks that are going to move your business forward. Like imagine how much more free time you're going to have when you finally get to do it full time. Like it's going to yeah. be mad. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. my gosh. And anyone who's listening who needs a quick mindset shift, think about your job right now. I know we're conditioned that you need to work 40 hours, but if you're honest, today at your job today if you were at work today and you worked eight hours I know for a fact some of you was on Instagram scrolling I know for a fact some of you commented and messaged me (laughs) so do you really let's be honest in your job Monday to Friday you don't actually need all those hours that was one of the ways I actually negotiated my own contract from 40 hours to like 28 was because I said like I can get this job done in 28 hours I'm just sitting here for the sake of sitting here because you lot want me to be here 40 hours and that's the truth we don't need to so just like you actually don't really work 40 hours if you do hats off to you but I know a lot of you like I said you're on Instagram you're doing your own thing you're not actually working the whole 40 hours if you already know that you don't genuinely you're at the building for 40 hours but you're not actually doing the work for 40 hours that's the mindset I want you to take into your business because you do not need to work 40 hours in your business to make money for it to grow. If you're, especially if you're like an online service provider or just a service provider, you don't have to be in your business that much. You just need like really focused time, like Abby said. So yeah, that is really important. And the fact that you can just work a couple of hours definitely takes a massive shift. Like when I started my first business, I was like, well, how am I going to have a first aid business and have this? Because I'm not going to be working full time and I'm not going to make any money. It was a lie, guys. And again, what Abby said really early on in the podcast is the story that you're telling yourself. The story is always worse than the reality because the story convinces you that it's true and has you acting like it's true rather than you being like, no, this is none of this is true. <laughs> like, if I built a business only working two hours, three hours a day, when I go full time, I don't suddenly need to work 10 hours a day. <laughs> Your nine, guys, your nine to five brain will come with you. I just want everyone to know, and it will be stuff that you have to work through because your nine to five brain is just a part of who you are because if you've worked nine to five your whole life, it is just who you are and it's what you know. So it will come with you. You've just got to decide not to be a mean boss to yourself. Like you don't have a boss anymore. So don't you don't need to be telling yourself, oh, I've got to do some work like your boss used to tell you all day. You're the boss. Make the rule. In it. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, question. I know a lot of women will be asking, should they just quit their job and go all in on their business? Is it just time? Should they just be like, I'm done? <laughs> uh, well, this is tricky because everyone is so different and it really does depend on you and your situation. So I would have to know what everyone is listening, who's listening. I need to know their individual circumstances before I would say yes or no. Mm-hmm. But I think generally I would look at a few factors like do you have savings or a financial backup? How do you feel about your business at the moment? And how is your business like actually doing? Like look at those three factors because say for example, right, you if you don't have a financial backup, no savings, you feel like your business is not going as well as you should. You feel like, you know, you, you're still not confident doing it. You still don't know everything. You feel like you don't know everything. And, you know, you still feel unsure about whether it's actually going to work. And your business isn't earning money. Don't quit. (laughs) Like, don't go all in (laughs) to your business. Now is not the time. (laughs) Whereas, you know, if you have savings, you have a financial backup, you believe in your business wholeheartedly and it's making money. Amazing. That might be the right time for you to quit. But then equally, another example is like, you might not have any savings 
but you completely trust that you will be okay when you quit and you fully believe in your business, it's making some money, but you know that if you went all in, you would have the time to really grow it and really, you know, bring in more income. Again, that's another situation where you might be the person, if you work well under pressure, (laughs) you might be the person who could quit and make it work. Mm -hmm. So it all depends on like who you are as a person, how you deal with that pressure if you don't have a financial backup Mm -hmm. and, you know, how you feel about your business. Because I think if you were to quit your day job too soon and you weren't completely confident and trusting in your business and yourself, like, do you trust yourself to make it work? Mm -hmm. Like it's going to be, it's going to be hard. And then that pressure is going to have you quickly thinking, I need to go back to a job. (laughs) Like I need that security to go back to a job. And you'll be back in a job before you've like either made it a couple of months into your business. And then that's going to create more stories. Like I failed, tried to go full time last time. Like, and then it'll just keep perpetuating the cycle. So really, really look at your personal scenario and your situation your circumstances and assess what's right for you if you need to work like a couple more months like it's not the end of the world you're still going to be focused on what's going to get you to that end goal like we said Mm -hmm. like it's no harm and there's no harm in getting another job until you can go full-time and I I like that you said that part there is no (laughs) harm in getting another like if you go full-time it doesn't work there's no harm in getting another job if you need to change like there are no rules when it comes to this but I'm I'm on the same lines as you. Don't quit your job too early. Don't quit your job too soon. If you don't have the financial backing and you don't believe that you're going to make it work, because the problem is a lot of people will be like, well, if I had more time, I'll be able to make this business work. So I'm going to quit my job. But then I'll say to them, okay, but if you've been working on your business for the last six months, two, three hours a day, and you've made zero money, all that's going to happen is you're now going to have nine hours a day to make. And you're gonna have more time in the day to create stories Sorry. about what you're making money. <laughs> exactly. So actually, like Abby said, there has it's individual cases, but you do have to look at the overall picture. Are you gonna shift into desperate energy? Because I feel like some people that's what happens. You shift into desperate energy, you're like, okay, I have to make money now because I've quit my job. And some people don't work well under pressure. And when you move into desperate energy, you start doing random things like putting your prices up to like sky high, because you're like, at least if I get one person to buy it, then at least I'll be able to cover all my bills nobody then buys because you're not really behind the number and you don't believe in the number you've just done it because it's like oh my gosh I need to cover all the bills because I quit and I'm not giving myself safety I feel like you need to feel safe and safety is different for everyone for some people money is safety for some people working under pressure is they need to put themselves under pressure to perform that's what gives them safety so I feel like the answer to that question will always be do you feel safe to make the decision to quit because if you're going to quit and not feel safe within like three weeks of you quitting or within a day of you quitting I'm gonna need you to stay at your job (laughs) and figure out like we said earlier figure out a side door or a window to go into and not try to go tunnel vision the only way that you've been told to do things like I feel like that's really important yeah and I think don't get sucked into people's stories online about as well you know you hear those people who like oh I quit my job and I went to six figures in my first year and I quit my job with nothing lined up and blah 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 like you don't know the full story you don't know if it then took them six months of bashing credit cards and getting into debt before it finally worked to their business like you never know what someone's full story is yeah and 
you know, a lot of it is going to come down to money at the end of the day, because once you've lost that security of at the end of every month, there is money coming into your account, whether you've worked or not, like whether you've scrolled Instagram all day at work for eight hours or actually done your job, you know, like you're getting paid every single month. And I think that's also another thing from your nine to five brain that comes into entrepreneurship. Like when you lose that security of being paid, like every month, that one time every month, like that can feel really scary. But an opportunity for you here to kind of shift this perspective is start believing in the fact that you can get paid any day of the week at any point of the month, because Mm -hmm. that's what entrepreneurship is. You can get paid on a random Wednesday afternoon by a new client. You know, there are so many more opportunities and ways that you can be paid. It's not just dependent on one day at the end of every month. Like, there's just so much more to life than that (laughs) you know you can get paid in so many different ways and if you don't feel safe to receive that if you don't feel like that's even possible for you stay in your job do the mindset work do the money mindset work until it's like a done deal you're like yeah I'm gonna make it everything's flowing to me easily (laughs) love it So what would you say, and I know we've covered quite a few of them already, but what are some of the problematic or the most common mindset issues that hold women back when they've got a nine to five and are trying to grow their business? So the two main ones that came to mind for me that I see a lot, and I think these two are like the root that stem a lot of other mindset issues and problematic issues. But I think it all comes down to the two main ones, which is what if it doesn't work, which is fear. Let's just rule that as fear. Fear that it won't work out. And the second one is what if I'm not good enough? Like, what if I'm not good enough to own a business, be a businesswoman? Like, what if I'm not good enough to manage my money? Or And a lot of people have fears around like what it means to be self-employed. So like they, because they don't know how to do their own tax returns or they don't know how to manage expenses, they don't know how to register a self-employed or, you know, all those kind of other businessy bits that they've never had to do before. That can be a huge block. And they're like, ah, oh, I don't know how to do that. So I'm not going to <laughs> like, yeah. you know, all of that, all the fears around what you don't know can creep in and keep you stuck and keep you treating your side hustle as just a hobby Mm. because it's scary to think about what if I went full-time and it didn't work out what if I went full-time and had to go back to my job and have like my head hung in shame when I have to walk back into the office (laughs) you know like something like that like all these fears around what if I don't make the money and if you're in a service-based business as well there can be a lot of fears of like Yes, what if I don't get the clients? But also, what if I can't get my clients' results? What Mm. if I have a client come to work with me and they hate it? What if they want a refund? Like, what if they hate me? Like, you know, all these stories, again, that can come up and cause mindset blocks, which then then play into the actions that you take. Like, they're two big ones. It's always going to be fears and what if I'm not good enough? Yeah. And I feel like even when you're telling yourself other stories, the underlying will always come back to those two things. What if I'm not good enough? And what if it all goes to shit? (laughs) 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 People are always scared, like, what if it all goes wrong? But I think we all have to remind ourselves that nine to five can go wrong just like business can go wrong. Like, you can lose your job. Companies can go under. I think something that we don't ever put into perspective when we're in a nine to five is that your nine to five job is a business Mm. 
I want people to really just take a minute and think, because people are always like, business is so scary, it's so uncertain, you could start your business and fail. And people will tell you that, not just you telling yourself that, but people will tell you that. You do know that your nine to five is a business and it can fail. And I feel like that's the that's a big mindset shift. I know for me, that was a huge mindset shift on my journey. I was like, wait, because once you get to like manager, senior management, director level, you're seeing the ins and outs of the business. So I see business at a level where I'm like, I work for a company, but it's a business that can fail. And if it fails, we all lose our jobs. So as much as we're very much like, oh, your nine to five is guaranteed. You work for a business. <laughs> nine to five is still working for somebody who's an entrepreneur. I know that sounds really weird, but if you can make, if you can connect the dots in your brain and be like, most businesses are run by someone highest up. Like Richard Branson owns Virgin. And yes, you might have shareholders and all these other things, but someone owns the business. So someone is the entrepreneur or the mind behind the business. If the business fails for whatever reason, everyone loses their job. So you are just as safe in a nine to five as you are in a business, just based on your effort, just based on what's going on in the world, what's based everything else. But I just think that shift is really important. It is a huge one. And I think for me, I had those same kind of thoughts like, yeah, business isn't as secure, you know, all of those kind of feelings. But then I always remind myself of when I was in that job where senior management would show up and sack people. And it was like that anxiety every day at work. Like, I never felt secure in that job because jobs were threatened. That environment that they created made me feel not secure in that job. Yes, I had a nine to five that paid every month, but I did not feel secure because, you know, any day they could come in and sack people. And that anxiety, (laughs) I do not miss. And I've never had that anxious feeling in my business, let me tell you. Like, I never wake up on a Monday and dread doing the work that I do now yeah whereas you have that in your nine to five so really you have to kind of look at it like if you're waking up anxious every day to go to work that's not security that's not safe like you're literally your nervous system is not safe like your nervous system is like going to be wrecked when you leave that job because you're going to carry that anxiety with you but at the end of the day when you're in your business no one's going to fire you because <laughs> it's you like and it's down to you to make it work and if you trust yourself that you can do that that's going to be better than staying in a job that doesn't make you feel secure. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Ah, thank you so much for joining me. This has been great. I've got one last question and this is more about some tips that you can give anyone who's listening right now who currently is doing a nine to five and has a side hustle or is thinking about a side hustle or is trying to grow a side hustle. What are three tips that you would give them now to make their current situation easier? So... My first tip would be, sounds generic, but get clear on what you actually want. Like, what is your end goal here with the side hustle or the business? And I say this because so many people just start a side hustle, start a business or a side hustle, and they're just winging it. They have no real idea of what their end goal is. Like, they're just like, oh, yeah, I just do this thing on the side. Like, and maybe don't treat it as seriously, which is fine if you want it to stay as a side hustle. And it's just a thing that you do on the side that you enjoy amazing but if your end goal is to be able to do that full time get clear on what it is you want and when do you want it by like when do you want to leave your job do you want it to stay as a side hustle how much do you want to make a month in your business like create your income goals and do the things that are going to get you to that goal because if you're not clear on where you want to go 
you're not able to take the steps to get there because you're just like all over the place. <laughs> so if you get clear on what it is that you want, you can then take the action steps that are going to get you there. Like if you know that you want to be out of your job and full-time in your business, like in a year's time, okay, what are the steps to get there? How much money do you need to make in your business a month to feel safe enough to go full-time? Like, and also like get clear on when or how long your period uh, notice period is at work. Because so many people are like, oh yes, I'm ready to go full-time in my business. And then they hand their notice in and they've got to work three more months. <laughs> or like, you know, <laughs> like some notice periods are, are long. So yeah. you might be ready and then realize, oh, I've got to work another three months. Unless you do just quit one day and never see them again. But you know, like if you want to do it by the book, kind of, you're going to have to get clear on all these details because they're going to factor into your decision-making and the action steps that you take. So get clear on what it is that you want so that you can make it happen <laughs> and get get to where you want to be. My second tip would be around the organization and get planning. You know, like like I just said, once you're clear on what you want, get organized and create a plan to make it happen. So if you're in your business as well, what makes it easier is automate what you can because when you're in your nine to five if you've automated certain things like you can have payments rolling in whilst you're in your day job you can have clients booking in calls with you whilst you're at your job you know like get things automated and set up so that it's easier for you to kind of have things happening without you actually physically working on it because when you're in a nine to five like that's going to be the best thing that you can do like I remember when I first had my first call booked when I was at work and I ran to the toilet so I was like oh my god it's happening it's happening <laughs> like I was so excited to get home and do that call because I was like oh my god it's finally happening so get the things set up like links payments payment plans anything like that sales pages websites although depending on what business you're in you don't need a website but anything like that if you are on social media for your business get your content planned when it's going out and when like the more that you can get ahead of and organized takes the overwhelm out of it and takes the the stress of having to do a million things every day like if you just take a step back organize everything get it planned it really does make it easier when you're balancing both <laughs> trust me <laughs> and then my third tip would be I'm sure you can guess <laughs> Do the mindset work, please. <laughs> Do it whilst you're in your nine to five, please. Obviously, you know, anyone who follows me knows that I talk about mindset all the time. Please, the sooner you start removing all those stories, limiting beliefs, everything that's telling you that it's scary to go full time in my business. What if I can't do it? What if I'm never successful? Like, Anything at all that is coming up for you, especially if you're on social media, like, oh, I'm scared to show up in case people think I'm weird. Oh, I can't talk like that on stories because I have a weird accent. Like <laughs> anything at all, like, oh, I could never do reels because I'm not that confident. Like all of that needs to go. And the sooner you can work on removing that and transforming your mindset whilst you're still in your nine to five, the more or like the easier you're going to find the transition when you go full-time. Because if you go full-time without doing any of that mindset work, you're going to be hit with fears, doubts, limiting beliefs, and they're going to hit you like a ton of bricks. <laughs> so get it together before, do the work, even if you can just dedicate 30 minutes a day to journaling or whatever practice that you like to do for your mindset, anything at all. Start listening to the motivational podcasts, the business books, 
like just do anything for your personal development whilst you're still balancing both because it is going to so benefit you in the long run get it together do that <laughs> right there is where we're ending it the mindset work will get you the money guys okay so yes. just that. you want the money you want the good business do the mindset work Yes. Get your brain end. on board before it's actually happening. You oh. have to get your brain on board yes. first. Right. Look, this is where we're going to end the podcast because I feel like that's such a good place to go out on. I want to thank Abby again for joining me. I know this episode has been a little bit of a different one because we were talking about entrepreneurship and we're talking about sort of side hustles. But guys, I know so many of you, it's been a thought. It is a thought. You're currently doing it. You're scared. You're not sure. Abby, let people know where they can find you. It will also be in the show notes, guys. But Abby, share with people, where can they find you? Uh, they can follow me on Instagram, ajcoaching underscore. And yeah, my DMs are always open. Feel free to message me. Let us know how you found the podcast. I hope it found everyone found it useful and got some golden nuggets out of here. But yeah, on Instagram is where the best place you can find me. Thank you so much again, guys. This has been such a good episode. I feel like you need to download it and listen to it like three or four times so that you can get it to sink in all the mindset gems, all the shifts, just all the perspectives. It is totally possible to have a nine to five and grow a successful, profitable service based business. Okay, you do not need all the hours in the world. And Abby's told you a good few ways that you can get (laughs) So, yeah, thank you again, Abby. Thank you guys for listening as always. If you want more details of my services, guys, you know where I am, at Coach Adele T. Follow me on Instagram, just like Abby said. DMs are always open. And we will see you again. Well, I will see you again on another episode. Yes, thanks for having me. Bye. I hope this episode gave you exactly what you needed and motivated you to confidently take steps towards your next career move. If you enjoyed it, screenshot and share it on your socials. Tag me on Instagram and come join my community of amazing women working on levelling up their confidence and career. Thanks for listening and see you next time.